everyone, and welcome to Finding Your Fit Podcast, where I, Shawnee Fit, take you on my journey of finding my fit as a millennial making. Are you a millennial trying to find your fit and achieve those massive goals? Tune in every week as I discuss the shit I think about, the steps I have taken, and hear advice from some of the best. Let's get this journey started. Welcome to another episode of Finding As I said last week, um, we're going to get back on track with, you know, just conversations around finding your faith in this ever-changing world. This conversation I'm really excited about. Um, it's one of the major things I struggle with daily. Um, and it's how not to care about what people think or have to say about me and how to just literally do me. I really, really struggle with it. Um, it literally paralyzes me um, and it sometimes stops me from executing things. It's quite funny because uh, I'm the first one to like get my friends out of their head and be like, yo, just execute, like stop getting in your head. No one really cares. Just do it. But when it comes to myself. So, I mean, an example is like something as simple as posting like this daily universe motivation thing in my stories on Instagram. Sometimes I think, yo, people must think I'm so annoying with this crap. And then I don't post it. And then sometimes I'm like, you know, who cares? If they don't want to see it, then they can unfollow me. So today I kind of want to talk about this with someone who I feel has, you know, mastered being her no matter what the situation is. So um, it's going to be my first guest ever on my podcast. And it's Tracy. So welcome, Tracy. Hi. Hi, Shani. Hi, everyone. I'm so excited to be here today. I really, really am. This is great. <laughs> so um, this is my first time doing a podcast as a guest. And this is Tracy's first time on a podcast. So, yes. you know, first for both of us. But um, we're going to just go through and wing it. So first things first, <laughs> I don't know if you follow Tracy her sister um on Instagram but she does Tuesdays with Tricky on Jody's page and if you've ever glanced at this I think you all know why when I thought about talking about this I was like yo Tracy is the <laughs> girl to talk to <laughs> right? um, because when it comes down to it it doesn't matter what the crowd's gonna say or th- think Tracy does her her and her alone so um, <laughs> thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. So now, how do I? How did I meet Tracy? I don't even know, to be honest, guys. <laughs> I have no idea oh. either. I really have no clue. Um, all I remember, like my first memory of Tracy, was I had gone to the hairdresser a day before <laughs> in Jamaica. God only knows why the hell I was doing my hair before a beach party. But anyways. And me and my brave self decided that I was going to dye my hair dark. This time I'm blonde and I was going to go dark. Anyways, long story short, it turned out awful. And I was a hot mess. I was bawling and bawling and bawling. And I don't even know how Tracy even came up in my mind because I knew that she had just gotten back from living in Spain. Um, And I don't even know how I got Tracy's number. But somehow I pick up the phone and I called her and I was bawling. And I was like, Tracy, you need to fix my hair for me. (laughs) You sure were balling. And it was a disaster when you you came. (laughs) I remember that. It was funny. And then in a very calm voice, Tracy was like, Shawnee, come to my house within the hour. And I was like, (laughs) okay. 
And I remember when I you're giving me directions and I show up at the house and she's like, um, girl, I don't know if we can fix this, but we can try a thing. And yes. I was just like, and and then I remember you were kind of going through the whole process and coloring it. And then when it was done, she looks at me, she goes, all right, well, you know, it looks a lot better, but worse comes to worse, just make sure your hair is always wet. <laughs> and I was like, and I mean, that's a perfect example. Tracy and her truth, she was not going to sugarcoat anything. She was like, girl, this is not fixed. But, um, but yeah, so that's kind of what my earliest memory of Tracy. But I don't know. I really don't know how we met or how. No, I just think it was one of those things that's kind of organic because like our parents might know each other or fall in the same circles or something like that. You know, I just always know I knew Shawnee or knew of you, you know, I think I think so, too. And then I had kind of was always going to like the hairdresser that you kind of worked out. On yes. That and, yes. Yeah. So but yeah. So anyways, you know, let's get into it. So um trace when do you think like growing up you're always like this like you're always yourself no matter what um and you kind of stood out as being that type of person um or do you think it's something that's kind of matured as you aged kind of thing i mean not to make you sound super old or anything <laughs> well, I know, right? like some gouda cheese aged gouda cheese over here yeah. um you know i definitely always been my own self um growing up I had my sister Jody and it was Jody and I for a very long time before my brother Timmy was born there's an eight-year difference between Timmy and I so it was a lot of Jody and I and um Jody's different from me Jody's very different from me she's more structured she's a definite a type personality and I'm definitely a free spirit hippie kind of girl I mean while Jody was playing with makeup and lipstick, I always remember going outside and picking flowers and flower pressing and like collecting rocks and drawing and stuff. So um, definitely was different from my sister, but my mom encouraged the both of us to really hone into our own personalities. Like my mother, she never really told us how we have to be or how, you know, this is how people are supposed to be. She always lets us be our own selves. So Jody was neat and I was messy. And, you know, it was something that my mom really had us both em- embrace our own little personalities. Mm-hmm. Do you think there was like something specific that she did to kind of, I don't know, like, you know, empower you to be you? Like, was there certain like, I don't know, like activities or certain things that she like pushed you towards that allowed you to kind of develop, you know, more of this, like being you no matter what kind of situation well definitely I mean my mom made time for Jody and I together and in as individuals so I have a lot of memories of my mom hanging out with me per, on a one-on-one basis because I was very into arts and crafts so I remember my mom used to take me to every governor gallery's art fair I was there um my mom she if I said I was interested in something she would always be like okay and you know, kind of try and find somewhere or an outlet for us, for me to express that. When I said I wanted to do swimming, mommy was like, okay, let's do swimming then. So my mom never really said no. She always allowed me to do what I wanted to do. Jody the same. Mm-hmm. And Jody and I never really did any of the same activities at all. And mommy never 
forced us to do anything. So it was, we always had to show interest in it first. And then my mom would have been like, okay, well, let's do that. So I think as a mom, she did a good job in letting us find our own, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And then like, as you, as you grew and, you know, you got to high school and even now, like, how have you maintained like just being like not caring and just like, what, what what do you do? (laughs) Um, well, or you think it's just ingrained in, I just think it was, you know, it's, 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 my mom always likes to say, don't say you don't care because you do. And it's true. Like everybody does care. It's not that I want to say that I don't care. It's just that I have to accept who I am and know what I can change and what I can't change about myself. So I wouldn't say that I was always so secure in myself. Um, Mm -hmm. There was a point in my life that growing up through high school, through prep school, everything was fine. I never thought anything twice about the things that I was doing or how I behaved or how I carried on. Because I believe at those tender ages in prep school and high school, you always have the safety net of your family and your home. And you have like the undying um, friendships that you've made throughout school that you know oh, like Daniela Hyen and Lindsay and Tiffany, like they'll always be there for me. I always have my besties, you know, and I feel like you always have that. It was really after I had come back from university and um, friendships had kind of dissipated. I mean, Daniel moved to Miami, Lindsay moved to Canada, Tiffany was, you know, starting to have a family and a baby. And it was kind of like, okay, well, here I am. I'm all by myself. Um, I started to work. I moved out of my parents' house. And that was a time that I really struggled to be, to figure out like, who am I? And yeah. what do what do I like? And what is it? Because, you know, you're in your early 20s and you kind of feel this sense of, oh, I should have a direction and I should have a purpose. Because every movie on Lifetime, everybody in their 20s is like in New York traveling and making <laughs> gazillion dollars. <you> know? <laughs> And here we are in Jamaica living with our parents. For sure. And so social media does not help because all you're doing is looking at people being like, oh my God, you're killing it and you're one year younger or two years older and I'm here like hell. Struggling. And and another thing that happens in Jamaica as well is um, you have a lot of people whose parents have businesses, like family businesses. So they kind of fall into a family business or they fall into um, a different category of earning than mm-hmm. I did. And they were like earning more. And I was I was doing a lot by myself. Like I bought my car myself. I had to pay for that. Like I, I moved out when I was 20. So I had rent to pay by myself. Like most of my friends moved out when they're 30 or like or whatever. So I did a lot by myself. Those times for me were times that were very difficult in trying to figure out who am I. And um, actually, towards my towards the later part of my 20s, those were really the stages that got very hard for me in, in, in my friendships because it was like, okay, well, actually, I don't like doing that. But I've been doing it for so many years because I thought that was a cool thing to do. But I don't like um, going to parties and staying till six in the morning. Like I want to go at 10 o'clock at night and leave at two in the morning, you know. But I also feel that people in general just box you into a box. So it's kind of like, oh, Tracy's a party girl. She'll do this. Or Tracy's do. And it's like, well, you know, actually, I'm kind of having a little bit of a 
acting and that's not who I want to be anymore. And that was a very difficult time for me because I lost a lot of friendships just being myself, being honest, telling people, you know, I don't like when you speak to me like this or I don't think this is right. And Mm. once you start to go against the grain and go against the crowd, you lose a lot of friendships because nobody wants anybody that's going to challenge them or tell them like, you could do better in this aspect of your life and I'm going to try and do better. Nobody wants to hear that and nobody wants you to not fit into the box that they have delegated to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I moved, I left, I went to Spain because I needed to figure out who I was and um, I wanted to be in a place where I knew absolutely nobody and just find myself and blossom and feel the feelings of, oh, when I wake up today, what is it that I actually want to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and who um, do you want to be around? And who do you want yeah. to talk? Yeah. And who, and who makes me feel good? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we have friends in our lives and we speak to them every single day and we go along with it, but they don't actually do anything for you. They don't do anything for your financial aspects of life. They don't do anything for you spiritually. They don't do anything for you motivationally. They're just sitting down talking to you about foolishness. And it's like, well, why am I even friends with you? You know? Yeah. No, a girl, I'm going, I feel like I'm going through that right now where I'm just like, it was, you know, we have a great friendship, but I don't think, you know, I don't think we're aligned. Yeah, um, like I'm not growing anymore with correct. you. Yeah, um, and, and that's nothing against the person, you know what I mean? It's just that, you know, maybe our path or our calling is a little bit different and the person isn't necessarily helping you get there. So, you know, being amicable with the person is fine, but just kind of, you know, maybe not being as close anymore and that's yeah. okay. I, yeah. Giving yourself some space. And I found that when I went to Barcelona, it helped, it allowed me to give myself that space without being offensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, that was truly an eye-opening experience to me as well, because when I went to Barcelona, Shani, can I tell you, I was probably, when I think before I left to go to Barcelona, I was definitely super popular. I was like invited to every single party, like Christmas, it was like, oh, you know, I don't even know how I'm going to manage this. Like every wedding, I was dead there, like everything. I was like Miss Popular. I went to Barcelona, girl. And let me tell you something. Three people called me. Three. The entire, like other than family, like the entire time you were there? Yep. Three. Well, that's a clear indication of, you know, who your circle should be versus who needed to kind of be shifted out. And it was crazy. Like, it still brings tears to my eyes and still makes me feel so emotional because of how invested I was in these friendships and how much I thought of these friendships and these people. And then to to actually feel that, like, out of sight, out of mind, like, I actually really meant nothing to you guys. That was so hurtful. Yeah. No, I... I can just like yeah I I would I mean I saw a post it's so funny that you mentioned this because I saw a post I think yesterday or today that said you know I wish I had a friend like me you know what I mean like I so I wish there was somebody in my life who was how I am to friends you know what I mean and I feel like with that sentence it was it's the same kind of thing like you put so much 
much effort and and time and you know not even like energy into building these relationships and then you decide okay you know my life is shifting and I'm going to take this risk and move away to kind of find myself and then they just kind of disappear after all these years you know what I mean it's um, it's hurtful like yeah. you don't even want to get to know where like you you don't even want to help me to achieve my personal goals like that's how it felt you know yeah, yeah. they just and almost like they didn't care like no but the most hurtful part about it too, Shani, was that was one part of the hurt. Then the other part was when I moved back to Jamaica mm-hmm. and I had grown so much. I was a totally new person. I had new ideas about life, mm-hmm. new beliefs, new outlooks. Like I myself and my actions and everything about me was different. And what was crazy was that people in Jamaica hadn't changed. Like everybody was the same and they expected me to fit right back into their old parameters of how I was. They wanted me to just jump right back into that box. They wanted just drink and get drunk, party Tracy, like stand on your head and be the gesture of the party. Like, oh, you know, and there were so many things that I had closed and so many chapters of my life I had closed and when I moved back to Jamaica people just kept on reopening them and rehashing them I'm not like dude I'm not about that like we're moving on like it's been a whole entire year like you you haven't gotten over it yet because I have you know (laughs) yeah and um and that year that I was that year that I returned I prayed every night Shani and I just said, I just, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little emotional, but it was like, I prayed and I was like, dear Lord, please just give me one friend, just one friend here in Jamaica that I can talk to, that I can resonate with, that will understand where I am and where I want to go. And I prayed so hard. Anyway, the year went by and it was a difficult year because I felt I had no one. It was like literally... My mother, my sister, and me. And it was like, wow, okay. (laughs) Here goes popular Tracy. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just like, I don't know. I just felt like back burner Tracy, you know? Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. that year gave me a lot of strength, Shani, because it was the year that I had to decide on who I really wanted to be. Did I want to be the person that I saw? in the mirror did I did I want to be this girl or was I just going to settle for the girl that everyone else just kind of stuffed into a box and it was in that year I had to make true decisions and say listen it hurts so bad but Mm -hmm. I'm moving forward and a year within the towards the end of that year I met a girl and um she just really befriended me like she didn't stop until she became my best friend (laughs) (laughs) she did not stop she she came to the salon every day to do her hair and I was like okay she got my phone number somehow I don't even remember she would come to my house and be like do you want to go out let's go out and I'd be like no I don't want to go out she would wait for me to get dressed and (laughs) she became my friend like I like sometimes I say to her today, I was like, you know, I didn't want to be friends with you. She's like, yeah, you did. You always did. <laughs> no, that, that, I mean, that, I, girl, I mean, I feel 
So I, I feel like, you know, I don't, I don't want to get emotional, but I feel like I'm almost going through that now, like going through trying to find out who I am and who I want to be and who I want around me. And it is a lonely journey. Uh-huh. Yeah. And it's it, like, it's super lonely, um, especially when you're kind of shifting away from, as you say, like the box and the norm, you know what I mean? Um, and you're observing people and you're saying, you know, I don't necessarily want to live that life. Um, I don't necessarily want to go down that path. So, you know, you kind of, you're trying to create your own lane without, but still wanting that friendship and that support. Um, so I 100% feel you on that one. <laughs> it's, it's, um, it's, and I think, it's crazy. Yeah. No, I, I think, I think, and I think that's part of, you know, I think it comes down to the fact that to be yourself, you really need to dig deep and find out who you are and for you that was you know removing yourself from Jamaica for a while and then coming back and kind of you know recreating who Tracy is you know what I mean um and I mean so a lot of people kind of are there specific things that you know you talked about like how you prayed right um but a lot of people when they're like thinking about who they're becoming and I guess it's also because it's the talk of the town right now but like um a lot of people talk about you know journaling and meditating and trying to reflect and you know spending time alone to try and like you know figure out who you are and then take steps forward were there any was there like any little things that you did um throughout whether being in Spain or just coming back that kind of really helped you dig deep and figure out you know I don't want to be this Tracy that everyone's putting me in a box and I actually want to be this person um and how you kind of navigated that shift um I I hear everybody on the journaling and the meditating and all of that but I I'm really not that kind of person like I'm not gonna um every morning and meditate um (laughs) it's something I've never practiced and something I've thought is a good thing to do so if that's what you can do that's great journaling I've never I've I've I have a little journal on my phone. It's an app called Penzu. And if I got really mad or really confused about things, I would definitely write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't something I did every day either. But and actually, Penzu is great because sometimes I go back and I look on it and I think about, oh, my God, this is where I was a year ago yeah. and how far I've come. So I do enjoy the I do enjoy journaling for that. But it wasn't something I did every day. What worked the most for me was... Um, spending time alone in places that I liked. So um, I had a beach house in um, Silver Sands and I would go there by myself all the time. And um, Like without Jody, without Imodo, just by yourself? Just me, just me one at the beach house and I'd have the whole house open and I would go and just sit and just, um, just be. It's not that I was necessarily thinking what am I going to do or what are my next steps I just wanted to be by myself I just wanted to clear my mind I just wanted to take a breath away from the hustle and bustle and Mm -hmm. you know I found that that kind of cleansing Mm -hmm. always brought me back with a a rejuvenation to the situation to back to town or the situation that I was in and I guess I cleared my head a little bit so I saw everything in like a new light and that's what really really worked for me just personally it's almost like practicing being present right yeah I mean that's kind of what 
you know what I mean? Something completely suck at um, because I'm just <laughs> so caught up in, oh my God, I need to be this, I need to be that. Um, this is not where life is going. And then it just, you know, is a spiral from there. But I think, you know, something that I, has really resonated with me from this conversation is just the fact that you took time to be present and just to yeah, acknowledge well, you know- that, you know, Definitely, Shani. And, you know, some people like to say, where do you see yourself in five years or what are you going to do now? And those are the questions that annoy me the most because, like, I don't know where I see myself in five years. I didn't see myself being married. (laughs) You know, Scott and I kind of happened and it was really quick and then we got married. And if you had asked me at the beginning of that year, I would have never told you that I saw myself having a relationship or a boyfriend. And then here it was like... A year and a half later, I was married, you know, so asking me where I see myself in five years. Yeah, those questions kind of annoy me because you can't do that. You have to see yourself tomorrow. Where do you see yourself tomorrow? What is it that you want to achieve by the end of this week? Because if you do a five-year plan, there's so much that could possibly happen in between that time. But if you do a one-week plan... What am I going to do for this week? Where am I going to achieve? And where do I want my headspace to be by the end of this week? You can, you, that's actually something that you can achieve. And it's definitely more gratifying at the end of every week or every day, even when you can say, ah, I actually did it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't really love the idea of long-term goals. And as far as it goes for building your motivation within yourself and building your confidence, Um, I think that you have to think about hanging out with people that make you feel good and boots you in that moment and remind yourself of who you are and who you want to be, you know? So if you, if you want to stop drinking, for instance, you can't hang out with people who are going to encourage you to drink, to go to a bar and drink alcohol. You can't do that, you know? So for me, I used to be a yes woman. Like everything was, oh, yes, sure. Oh, yes, sure. But I had to hang out with people who would be like, are you sure that's what you would like to do, Tracy? No. Is, but do you, is that really what you would like? Because like you'd offer me food and I'd be like, yeah, I'd like that. Yeah, I'd like that. I don't even love jerk chicken, you know, for instance. Yeah. And then you'd offer me jerk chicken and I'd be like, yeah, sure. I love that. You know, so you kind of have to hang out with people like, but do you want it, Tracy? Is it, do do you like it? And I'm like, actually, I don't. I don't want pasta instead, (laughs) which is taxing for your friends, but it's also something that any friend will do for you to help you grow and help you develop. And then by the time they've done it, like maybe a couple of times, it will be questions you start asking yourself, like, do I really want this? Is this what I really want? You know? Um, so you you think like the people that you have attracted really were part of have been a huge part in kind of developing the Tracy today oh definitely um and I don't have a huge circle of friends like (laughs) like at all um I have Mm -hmm. as I said like I went from having a birthday party list of 500 and then like I had a wedding of 12 people (laughs) you know so uh, yeah so I don't have a huge circle of friends um but the friends I do have are lifelong people who are down for me and down for my well-being um and I do like 
as a like are they new all new friends or are they you know a kind of mixture because you know some people believe that um they can't like create a really a good relationship with someone that you like if you've met them in one year you know what I mean like some people feel like the friends the diehard friends are the the ones that you know you went to prep school with and you know went through the years with um which I'm not of that opinion I think you know you can develop friendships at any point and I think they can be valuable and kind of once you guys are aligned I think right. you know friendships happen at whatever point but in your in your case where have you developed a lot of new friends since you kind of I guess you know yeah. did this transition Definitely, I've developed yeah. a lot of new friends. And like, you know, um, actually, that term friends is something that I think people lo- use loosely. Because mm-hmm. um, you I do have my diehard friends that from yeah. high school that will always know me, they'll never go away, there's nothing I can do to get them out of my life. But I do have friends yeah. that have come and gone in the past couple of years. And I've had friends that we were very, very close. And then now we no longer speak. We will sit in the same room. We And you'd never even know we know each other. And um, I just feel that there are there's a space and time for everybody to come into your life. And everybody that comes in can teach you a lesson. And sometimes... There might be people in your life who you're not particularly close with, but every time you do spend time with them, you can learn something from them or um, take a little lesson from them. So would they necessarily be your best friend or invited to your Christmas party? Probably not. But that person is somebody who is influential in your life. It does not have to be somebody that you're having a conversation with on the phone every day. It could be somebody who you met one time in your life. So that word friendship, I think people look too much and put too much importance on the word friendship and want to develop so much more. I think what people need to concentrate more on is looking within themselves for your just contentment in the person that you are. Like you should be able to spend a very long time with yourself and be okay with your own, who you are. Mm -hmm. If you find that you have to keep on um busy bodying and doing everything with everyone and everything like you know that that would worry me a little bit like how come you can't spend so some time with yourself like what's wrong with you that you can't just be at home alone for a day with your own company what's so wrong with your own company you know that contentment within you is super important yeah no for sure I'm not there yet um I'm nowhere near there but um um no, I, I, I mean, I completely get it. And I think, you know, I think you've given so much gems in this conversation. Um, and I guess, you know, to just kind of wrap it back to, you know, we're talking, we, we kind of started talking about, you know, how do you be you? And how do you, how do you, you know, feel so secure in yourself that no matter what situation it is, you can show up as your authentic self. And I think, you know, something that's really, I guess, I guess to kind of close it out, you know, when you think about, um, I've lost my complete train of thought, guys. Um, <laughs> what I'm saying. So, no, I was basically saying that. Um, so we kind of started out by saying, you know, how can we be so secure in ourselves in order to, um, you know, show up authentically, no matter what situation. And I think based on everything you've kind of discussed is really what you've done, Tracy, to kind of show up as your own self. 
to terms with who you want to be and how you want to show up and then that you don't care what anyone says because you feel so secure in yourself that you're gonna be the Tracy that you want to be and not really and not allow the voices and the self-doubt to kind of creep in is that kind of does that kind of sum it up that is exactly what it is Shani that is perfectly putting it into words and you know just to Give everybody out there and to give yourself, Shawnee, just a little pep talk and just remind yourself that not everybody is going to like you. And it's okay. It's okay. Not everybody likes banana chips and they still sell. Chippy still sells off the shelf. You know, and I I don't particularly like chippies, you know, but you may love them and it's okay. Chippies really really good so it's okay if not everybody likes you you know don't worry about it there's gonna be people that love you and there's gonna be people that don't and that's fine yeah no I I literally struggle with that like girl sometimes I wonder like from friendships from 20 years ago I'm just like that person hates me because of this like should I reach out (laughs) why are you harping over something that ended like 18 years ago um and it, I, I don't know it's crazy but I think the biggest takeaway for me is really um I think the was just kind of your whole idea of being present and just trying to be okay with where you are now um and allowing yourself to kind of discover who you really are and just allow it to unfold naturally and then from there things will just kind of fall into place. Um, yeah. And I think, I think you know, that's one step I'm going to take in trying to kind of shift this. Um, and I think the, the second thing is I really do need to get over the fact that um, some people won't like me and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. And just, re- and just remember, Shani, that you're going through something. So you're not alone. Mm-hmm. Keep other people are going through this journey as well and you're not alone. But the journey by yourself is lonely. So I found that in my job that I taught, you know, I'm a hairstylist, so I speak a lot and um, I speak to people every day. So it was easy for me to understand that a lot of other people have gone on this journey before. And um, it's the thing that you should be the most grateful for, Shani, is that you actually are on this journey, that you're not stuck in one place, that you see more for yourself and you want to be a better person and that there is something out there that you are achieving to be on this journey Shani is in itself amazing and you should be so thankful that you have the ability to go through this just remind yourself that it's going to take strength and you will fight through it you will make it don't feel alone it's it's okay and by the end of the tunnel you will you will be like wow I, I mean, as I said, I read back on some of my journal entries from a year ago, and I'm like, damn, girl, you are dark. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Like, I feel like that was a perfect way to end the episode. Um, and, you know, I think Tracy gave us so much gems in this episode, um, and I'm super excited to kind of get the feedback. Um, Tracy, do you want to, like, you want? where can people find you if they want to, you know, message you or, you know, see what? craziness you're up to (laughs) (laughs) they can find me on instagram my handle is at tracy stew t-r-a-c-i-s-t-e-w and you can inbox you can send me a dm 
I do respond to my DMs. I do try and give people little nuggets of inspiration. Um, so you can message me, you can DM me there, and I will try my best to be available to anybody that needs help along their journey. Thanks, Trace. And guys, tune in to Tuesdays with Tricky on Jody's Instagram because it gives you it gives you all the life <laughs> for the week. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Shani. Thank you for having me here. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Right. <laughs> Hope you got tremendous value. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe, share, and review. Have questions or want to suggest a topic for me in the future? Message me on Instagram at Shawnee Fit.